So, Gio. Yep. I uh, I heard you got a Mach-E temporarily for a very short temporarily. time. Yeah. yeah um, you, Twitter thinks I bought a Mach-E. They think you bought the, They think you replaced the Model S? I, I guess so. I don't know who told them that, but no, I did not. I did not replace the Model S for a Mach-E. How, how, how long do you spend spend with it? How many hours? A few hours. I put over 200 miles on it. So you'd say you got a, a decent amount of experience with it? I think so. I, I definitely got enough. Yeah. Uh, is, is there any way you want to want to start with? How, how, how was the drive? Let, let, how was the driver's seat? How was the steering wheel? How was, how was sitting the driver's in it? Seat? How yeah. was the steering wheel? How was sitting in it? Yeah. Okay. Well, that's two entirely different questions. Three entirely different questions. But let, let's <laughs> let's start. Uh, generally, uh, driving the Mach E is the only car that I've driven outside of Tesla that felt like a Tesla. Oh, that's a good thing, right? That's a that's definitely a good thing. It felt comfortable. You know, I get into into gas cars all the time and I'm like, wow, this feels so different. This is hard to drive. I have to relearn how to drive, mm-hmm. when to brake. There's no regenerative braking. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, the Mach-E felt like an EV should drive. It, it did not try to feel like a gas car like some of these other EVs are doing. It felt like an EV. Okay, okay. All right, so how are the materials? Driving styles. There's, or driving styles, yeah. Go with go, 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 go driving styles. We're, we're still on driving. What do you want me? What's your question? Drive. <laughs> I mean, driving styles. I don't even know what driving styles means. So there's there's unbridled, there's whisper, and there's engaged. Those are your three driving styles. Unbridled being the sportier one. Uh, engaged being the kind of in-between. And then the whisper being the slow one. Uh, oddly, they're not organized like that, but that is the order. <laughs> Okay. Unbridled is a bit too much for daily driving. It's actually it's it's too it's quick. It's too much torque. It's too quick. Mm. It's too quick for stop and go traffic. Like you'll you'll jolt off the seat in stop and go traffic. Uh, I still definitely did drive at least a hundred miles in stop and go traffic in in that. But <laughs> and this was a California, right? This is a yeah. California Route One, yeah. So what over three hundred miles of range? Three hundred five, yeah. Uh, I'm not too specific on what the zero to sixty is. Probably in the, f- the high fives, I think. But uh, it it did feel slower zero to sixty than the Model S that I drive. Mm-hmm. Well, that makes sense. Obviously, top speed a lot lower. Um, mm-hmm. Don't ask me how I know. Twitter wasn't impressed with your top speed, so I don't think I don't think you. Yeah, I wasn't impressed with my top speed either. I was impressed with the sunset, though. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, how was the compliment the sunset? How was the talking about the top speed? How was the interior? Uh, The interior in terms of feel, high quality. It felt fine. It did not feel like a a cheap car. It definitely felt on par with what Tesla has to offer. And I'm going to always compare it side by side to a Tesla. Because that's what I daily drive. That's what I know, and that's the competition. You know, the competition isn't a a base Nissan Leaf with cloth seats. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Competition to the Mach-E is directly the Model Y. That is the car that it goes up against. So you would say that the material quality is on par with the price, or it shoots a little bit above its price class, or so. Like the Model 3 that we discussed a few episodes back, where mm-hmm. I took that for a couple of days, yeah, I did not want to, and maybe I'm wrong for this, 
you know, shoot me shoot me an email if, if I'm wrong for this. But I did not want to nitpick and look for specific flaws. I wanted to get the general consumer feel for the car. Get in it, use the car as a regular person would, not look for misaligned panels and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm not sitting here with a with a stethoscope to, to see the heartbeat of the car. Right. Right. Stethoscope does heartbeats, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you were right. Okay, 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 okay. So, yeah, the material is fine. There was nothing that stood out. There was nothing that I was like, oh, this is cheap in mm-hmm. terms of in terms of seat quality. Uh, the actual dash actually looked very high quality. I was actually impressed by it. I was like, oh, this looks not cheap. Mm-hmm. It looked very flush. It was very nice. Uh, there, There is one one big thing I dislike about interior quality in that car, and that is that little wheel on the center display. No, that was my favorite thing about it from the pictures. <laughs> uh, it looks cool, sure. If, if you're into it, I can, I can, I'll accept it. If you say it looks cool, I'll give you it. Mm-hmm. But the actual feel of it, it, it's like hollowed thin plastic. It it or not thin like hollow thin like aluminum. You ever you ever feel like the top of a mason jar? Yeah. Like a cheap mason jar. Yeah. It's that exactly. Is it clicked or is it a smooth turn? Uh, it's clicked. Are the clicks satisfying at least? Not really because Damn. there's a bit of a delay. <laughs> if it was like super smooth, I'd be like, oh, this is nice. But because there's a little bit of a delay. It's not as smooth as it could be, but I'm just generally talking right now about the feel of it. It it mm-hmm. did not it did not feel cash money. It did not feel cash money. No, no. Darn. The UI though, right? Uh, we talk about a lot the, the, the about display UI. itself. The display itself looked very high quality. Hard to get a picture of it. I'm not a photographer. I don't know what it is, but it flashes on on film on on camera. Mm-hmm. But it it looked very very high quality in person like no pixels impressive for what we see in other cars in, in industry standards it it's it's up there very bright it, it looked cash money as the well, kids how, would say how responsive was it uh again not nitpicking not looking for for cons here it felt without me having to do a side-by-side it felt on par with my tesla mcu2 really now people do say I have seen people say, "Oh, it's it's it, it is slower." And sure, I'll believe them if you go side by side and, and really look into it. But both systems seem to be on par with one another, kinda. I did not feel a difference. It felt responsive. The animated display swaps, like when you slide up, yeah. when things, you know what I'm talking about. There's yeah, yeah. there's a word for that. I don't yeah. know the proper word. Those are a bit laggy, so it makes the interface feel slower. But the actual pressing responses of how quick actions are to to do it's instantaneously. Yeah, because I was gonna say the 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 Twitter videos you you shared. Anytime there's like an animation going on, it feels like the yeah. first few frames are pretty choppy before. Yeah, it they gets should into not smooth... have gone. They should not have gone with animation. It would have felt faster if there was no animation. <clears throat> Well, what I mean, did you use the? Did you use it extensively? I mean, it's a complete. It's yeah. I took about different. I took about two hours total just looking through the UI, looking through the settings, checking everything out. There's a lot of settings in that car, a lot more settings than found in in my car. Would you say overall the UI is intuitive? You didn't get lost, or things are where they should be, or 
it took some time getting used to. It mm-hmm. did. Mm-hmm. But once I did get used to it, it was it was fine. It was just like navigating a normal menu that I navigate daily. So it's not something that's super hard to learn an hour, two hours tops, and then you got it down. You know, you have your app drawer and then you have your vehicle information. It's 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 not too difficult. I could see how some people like going into a dealership, seeing the car for just I don't know how much time you get at a dealership, five, ten minutes. Mm-hmm. How they can find it a little bit much. Mm-hmm. But you definitely get used to it. You do definitely get used to it. How are the cup holders? Would you believe I didn't use a single cup holder? How did you spend the whole day without using a cup holder? That's crazy, right? Man, you're That's like crazy. that. You're like that Audi salesperson. Did you at least find the cup holders? <laughs> Were they there look for the cup holders? Dennis? You didn't even look for the cup holders. <laughs> I didn't even look for the cup holders. There is wireless charging, so that's nice. I did use that. I would hope that's in the center console by the cup holders. You would think, right? But I didn't. I, w- look, I, didn't look. I would hope. I didn't. I, would... I didn't. I didn't look for the cup holders. I, I hate to say it. <laughs> cup holder uh, reviewer has not found the cup holders on the Mustang Mach-E. Um, you in the back seat. <laughs> I did go to the back seat. Yes. How was the space? Yes. Spacious. Uh, very spacious. No complaints. You could definitely fit four or five people in that car. Hmm. Uh, right. How was the? How was the e latch? The e latch. Uh, I stand by the name being dumb. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I stand by it looking dumb, mm-hmm. <laughs> but it feels pretty nice. Aww. Like the movement is very flush. <laughs> like a lot of people complain about the the Model Three and Model Y door handles is not being able to ever make it like a smooth transition. You know what I mean? Do those right. words make sense in your ears? I, I guess. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. But yeah. the e latch was very easy to get used to. It w- it was very easy to get in and out of the car. The back doors actually don't have an e latch. Which just makes me question why the front doors do have an e-latch. The back doors just have the button and then it it comes out like four inches and you grab the door. I feel like they should have just done ah, that with the, the front. The e-button. <laughs> yeah. uh, what else is there? Uh, is there anything in that car that you wish your Tesla had? A lot. A lot. Like I said, the car has a lot of features. Mm-hmm. And in those features, you very quickly see things that Teslas lack that just kind of make sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't really have any off the top of my head too significant, but we have a hotspot. You can mm-hmm. you can have a hotspot if you wish to pay AT and T for it. Mm, you have a uh, Apple CarPlay, Android Auto. Mm-hmm. You have um, you can open all the windows with your with your controller with your not a control remote with your car key. You could just open the windows if you want. I don't know why you would ever want to open all your windows, but you could. You could set uh... that up. Then, 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 isn't that Henrik's idea? Put down all the all the windows at once in oh, the ocean. No. Oh no! Did they take down from Henrik? <laughs> no, but Henrik has that fifth window. Remember, oh, don't he, forget he, the fifth. He got the hood window. I mean, the the trunk yeah. window. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Is the key anything special? I've never seen the key for the monkey. I think they just reused the key from like a regular Mustang for it, which kind of sucks. It doesn't. It's nothing special. It looks like a regular car key. Uh, I absolutely hate hate the fact that the car has a start button i despise the fact that the car has a start button you ask me what my number one con of the mustang maki is it's the start button do you have any idea like how many actually... times i left that car and and the car was stayed on i had to go back to the car and turn the car are you like seriously you know i left the car i know you know i left the car because the car locks itself when you leave the car you could also turn yourself off but you know ota so hopefully coming soon <laughs> <laughs> 
How was the uh, <laughs> the uh, what was it? The lane keep assist, whatever their uh, driver's assistance is like. I, I caught a little heat from it on Twitter. I, saw. I said that it was on par with Tesla Autopilot, I saw. and I, you can't I stand say that. by it. What's wrong with you? I did. I did say it. It's on par with basic Tesla Autopilot. They definitely don't offer any features found in full self-driving or enhanced Autopilot, but just basic free what comes with the Tesla Tesla Autopilot, which is just adaptive cruise control and lane keeping technology. Mm-hmm. It's it is it it's the same thing. Is it? It does the job. It does yeah. the job. I actually prefer it a little bit better from a consumer standpoint. From the average consumer standpoint, I prefer it a little better. Because you know how you've been in my car a lot. We've gone on autopilot a lot. You know how sometimes autopilot will correct itself and make a sharp turn. Mm-hmm. And the steering wheel will nudge nudge your hand a bit. Yeah. Right? And then you got to correct it and it'll disconnect. Or it corrects itself and it was the proper move. Mm-hmm. The, the sharp turn was a proper move. But you do feel nudges left and right while you're holding the wheel. Mm-hmm. Every once in a while. It's not frequent. Mm-hmm. So in the Maki's uh, lane keep and lane... Uh, there's another, there's another option, term, whatever you want to call it. I forget it. It just doesn't do that. It opts to just disconnect every time. If it's not 100% certain of where it needs to be, it just turns off. It's like, I figure it out. And as soon as, as soon as it finds itself back, it just re-enables itself. Uh, the adaptive cruise control remains enabled. The only thing that's disabling is the lane uh, keeping. Did it happen a lot, though? It happened about three maybe four times over 200 or so miles and every time it happened I, at first i was like wow there's no notification of this mm-hmm. like the 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 beep is so subtle mm-hmm. and unlike tesla where it tell it, it keeps you on autopilot and tells you hey take over mm-hmm. this this just disables it. it just it just takes it off and i i thought it was a little dangerous at first until i realized this is not hands-free driving uh both autopilot and the what, what do they what do they call this adaptive cruise control lane keeping maki system whatever whatever mm-hmm. both of them neither of them are hands-free driving and neither claim to be hands-free driving uh the maki definitely is not hands-free driving and they they make that known very quickly by not allowing you to go hands-free in the sense of hey if you take your hands off of this we're just not going to tell you when it disconnects <laughs> right okay but as a user using it, you have your hand on the wheel properly as intended. All of these disconnects, there's no there's no stutter. There's no heart jump. It's mm-hmm. just as if you were regularly driving. There's no pushes to the left or right. It It's just if you were regularly driving, except you, you're maybe at 10% awareness versus 90% awareness. Because you're never at 100% awareness, let's be real. Mm-hmm. So it's a smoother experience. So uh, in these in these two hundred miles, did you did you catch any extra looks from bystanders? Uh, a lot of extra looks, more looks than my Model S ever has. And I mean, yeah, sure, I'm late to the party with the Model S. Came out in twenty twelve. Yeah. What year did the model? Twenty twelve. Yeah. So I'm six years late to the Model S party, but the Maki grabs a lot of eyes. A lot of people want to know about it. A lot of people came up to me when I parked the car. To, I, I I was basically a Ford salesperson for a little bit. Mm-hmm. I must have talked to at least at least 25, 30 people. Did they at all least. know it was electric? No. Not not a soul knew what the car was, which oh. is what I find even more interesting. Huh. Not one person knew. Everyone just came up with the same question. 
what the hell is this car? I see it has a Mustang badge on it, but it's not a Mustang. Uh, Sir, did you put a body kit on a Mustang? <laughs> interestingly, though, no one was really like thrown off by the concept that it was electric. Uh-huh. So that was that was an interesting note. They were just like, oh, okay, it's electric. <laughs> Speaking on that, how was the uh how was the charging experience? Horrible. Uh we will get into that later. Where I will rant for thirty minutes about Electrify America and Ford and everything that is to do with the cons of this car <laughs> outside oh. of the car itself. So so did did that one day experience make you appreciate the supercharger network absolutely but i'm not gonna i'm not gonna sit here and be one of those people that say tesla is 100 percent ahead because of the supercharger network because mm -hmm. there are equal amount of third parties to supercharger networks yes they do suck some of them some mm -hmm. of them some people have fine experiences i'm mm -hmm. sure if you go to california where a lot more electric cars exist it's, it's a smoother experience but here where there's not that many it sucks but mm. these are all cloud connected as as EVs evolve and more people drive them there's no reason that our current landscape will look like this like this is these are all fixable through OTA mm -hmm. so I, I guess the, they're just setting up the foundation is what I'm lying to myself about right right we'll <laughs> cautiously hope the, the foundation is in place there's still a chance I'm, I'm not gonna call it a loss right away <clears throat> So, so Gio, I mean, we've been following the monkey since basically its inception, and you have been uh, pioneering uh, the love for the monkey and telling everyone that it's a viable uh, alternative to Tesla. And you know, we yeah, went yeah. so far as to put it in the A tier during our yeah. uh, EV awards. Uh -huh, uh -huh. So now that you had a day with it, has it met those expectations? Are you disappointed at all, or? Uh, how's the how's the general feel? I feel it in in some aspects it disappointed and in others it 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 excelled. Wow, very political answer. So, <laughs> which 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 together came out to a balanced out. I think my opinions overall stayed the same. Uh, as I as I told multiple people, if if you don't care about the the newest technology, if you don't care about uh, the potential of future robo taxis, mm -hmm. and if you don't care about watching Netflix in your car today. Mm -hmm. I think the two cars are pretty equal when you consider the cheaper price. Well, there you, so it, it, it is deserving of an A tier. Yeah. I mean, the only difference is, is the range, really. That really, and sure, if you're going to track your car, there's a difference, but and I don't think anyone's tracking a standard range Model Y. And apparently the charging experience. Yes, yes. But, I mean, most people just don't need public chargers i did it just for just just because i had to because the dealer was so incompetent that the car was not charged <laughs> but the average person you know charges at home that's kind of the big selling point to evs the fact that you can charge at home and visit stations less frequently than gas stations are you are you going to talk about the dealer experience or is that for the other other episode no we will talk about the dealer experience later on <laughs> Well, the car itself. Want... See, I don't. Yeah. I don't want to merge the two because yeah, the experience, yeah. the ex the back end experience that mm -hmm. I had was mm -hmm. not the best. Mm -hmm. But the car itself 
separating the car from what is Ford, from what is Electrify America, mm -hmm. from what is the broken charging landscape that we currently have. The mm -hmm. car itself, great car. Great car. Very, very few cons. Well, that is unfortunately what we feared for. When, yes, uh, it, it actually out. is. Yeah, it kind of kind of did. So, but uh, yeah, okay. Is that, is, that, is that all your thoughts? Is there, is there is there any question I should have asked you? Uh, I don't I don't know. Can you think of any question you should have asked I, me? I literally just asked you. <laughs> How's the trunk? Is the trunk okay? Is it a fine size? Is it a usable? Trunk's nice. I I actually appreciate the fact that the trunk folds down flat versus my Model S, which uh, the seat does not fold down flat. Rather, there's like a four inch gap uh, between right. the back of the seat and the floor of the trunk. So it's a it's it's a sleep in the trunk friendly vehicle. I guess so. Yeah. Okay. Um, drive driving it was very smooth. There there was no issues there. It felt comfortable. It didn't feel too tall. It didn't feel too low. Mm -hmm. It it felt like what I'm used to. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe for other people coming in from different segments, it, it'll be a big change. But for me, it was not. It was not a big change. It felt comfortable. There was no getting used to driving the Mach E for me, like there are for a lot of other cars. All right, that's good. Well, if you are disappointed, oh, you know what I didn't like what? You know what I didn't like, Dennis. What, what did you not like? I didn't like the steering wheel. You didn't like the steering wheel. Too many buttons. I didn't like the steering the shape, wheel. The shape, the size. I didn't. The I didn't like the buttons. I did not like the buttons. They could have done better with the buttons, and I did not like the actual steering wheel material, which was kind of like a soft, like squeezable, like easily uh -huh. pressed in material. Okay. If that yeah, makes yeah. sense. I know what you're talking about. Oh. Uh, yeah, I, uh, that's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. <laughs> that's okay. my that's my Maki impressions. Okay. Well, if if you were disappointed that Geo did not eviscerate the Maki, uh, please come back next episode where uh, Geo will completely destroy the entire company of Ford. I'm coming for you guys. <laughs>